Welcome to the 200% Life Podcast with Adam Hergenrother and Caitlin Frotland, where we bring you weekly insights into spiritual growth and business success. One of the most popular questions that we get from people following the 200% Life model or people that are in business, people that are just started pointing themselves in the direction of wanting to go down this kind of inward path. And I love this, this intersection because essentially you, you wake up one day and, and wake up's a word we can put a pin in and come back to later on, but essentially you wake up one day and you realize that getting what you want is overrated. Getting in, and what I mean by that is all these goals that you set out to do and get that you bought into the fact that the goal themselves would bring you this inner experience of peace and joy and lightness that everyone describes and everyone's talking about. And that's how people define success. Again, they define success as go be successful, power, money, leverage, letters after your name, you know, the ability to control situations, all of those things, you get, you get enough statue, if you will, right, that you can control the outer situation. So at least you know what's going to happen inwardly so that you know that if you don't have to do this, then you have this certain inner experience. And that's really what you're doing. You're just you're now starting to put this you put this whole facade on, this whole waking up every day of trying to get and keep the things the way they are so that you can control your inner experience. I don't use it's the one that you want, just meaning that you're going to control to a degree that it feels bad or to a degree that it feels good. You start to control that. So it feels like you're the one who's playing with the dials in there to kind of give you this inner experience that you're looking for. So then people say, well, if you can become more successful, if I get more of something, then I will be able to control the dials more. And to a degree, it's true, right? It's 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 definitely when you have more money, you can control more people and it'll give you this false sense that everything is okay. Meaning that like it'll it'll give you the ability to not have to do what you don't want to do. But I promise you, if you get to that position of what that is, and that's what you bought into is going to give you this ultimate peace, this ultimate joy that in your life, you're going to find out that that doesn't work either. Just like everything else in your entire life that you've set out, hey, as long as I get my driver's license, it's going to be amazing. If I get my first date, as long as I get somebody to the prom, as long as that, you know, I get my first business, as long as I can get this deal this next week, as long as I can get a certain amount of money or whatever it is in this next phase, there's always this next phase that you're going to go out there, get what you want. And by getting what you want, you're going to, you're no longer going to have to do this anymore. I think that's what people buy into. It's like, if I just go get what I want, then I can relax. Then I can live life. Then I can enjoy what you've bought into this mind concept. That's by saying, if I go out and get something and get what I want, then I no longer have to deal with this inner experience that I'm having. In the times that you do go out and get what you want, you feel better. And so you start to go, oh, if I just get more of this, maybe that will last permanently. But man, when do we... We, we wake up and realize I've been doing this all my life for smaller things ever since I was, a, you know, th- as long as you can remember, I think my own experiences of just being like, if I just wanted to, these army cargo pants, we grew up with no money. And I just remember wanting these army cargo pants and I got them and they were great. I wore them, but it was onto something next a few weeks later or a month later. And then I wanted a bunny or whatever it was that then I wanted Nintendo. And then it was the next Nintendo thing. And so you just, it's not even about the big things that we're looking at now. And I understand problems can be more difficult now than they have been in the past, but this is where we wake up and go, okay, getting what I want is way overrated. And I don't mean it's wrong. It just means that, yes, if that's the game that you want to play, then you better go get what you want and you better play it really well. But just know that you're never going to be finding that peace, the lightness, the inner joy that you're actually looking for. That's permanent because I'm just going to repeat this part because it's so important. 
that it, we buy into that once we get this next thing, we no longer have to continue to do this. And you all know what I mean, meaning that you don't have to go out there and try to manipulate the world anymore. And it's like, look, it, it's it's the same thing uh, about like when the mind says, I don't want to do this, right? Or that I'm sad or angry. It, it's it's the, the mind can also say, I'm happy. I'm happy to do this. There's no one else that's in there that is listening to the mind tell you that you don't want to be doing what you're doing. Or all remember, that's where people start suffering. That's why the Buddha went away and said, I figured it all this out. He was away for five years, left his family, everything, came back and said, all everybody's out there suffering, right? And and again, I'm just I'm paraphrasing, but he's everyone's out there suffering. And I don't mean like people are going through bankruptcy or divorce or you know, you're breaking your arm every day. It's just you are causing suffering. Everyone's mind is causing them a level of suffering. And if you've only been to a negative two as your highest state, then going from a negative seven to a negative two, you feel like you are no longer suffering. But the reality is, is when there is an infinite number of possibilities that you can get higher than that, you realize that, wow, I am actually suffering. And the only person that's causing this is me paying attention to my mind, which is causing the suffering. If an event occurs outside, again, get what you want, right? Let's just take this as an example. You go get what you want, whatever that is, whatever goal you 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 set yourself for. Remember, I've, goals have a beginning and an end. They're wonderful in business. They're great to use. If you if it turns you on, let it turn you on. If it feels good to accomplish the goal, of course it does. You know, yesterday I was skinning with um, my son for Valentine's Day, and uh, we had like four kids out there. It was negative twenty three degrees with wind chill. It just snowed. It was dark. It was 545 in the morning and it was a bear. It was a rugged skin. It was hard. It was hour and 45 minutes. The elements were hitting. We're pushing up this. You barely could talk at times. And we get up through and we come down and you get back in the car and there is an awesome sense of accomplishment. And there's an awesome sense for him to be able to take that mental lesson forward. But that's not who he is. That's not going to permanently give him joy. That was a goal to get to the top of the mountain and ski down it. And it felt wonderful. Great. Those things should open you up. Of course they should. You should allow them to. But we don't do that with the expectation that this is going to permanently open us up. If something outside's open you up, let it. Let it. That's beautiful. The same thing if you have a goal in business and you go win, that feels wonderful too. <laughs> that feels great. It's let that open you up as well. It's just all different experiences that you're having. It's where we start going, I don't want this experience and I only want this one. So therefore, if that other experience starts to show up or what it really shows up as, I don't want to do that, or I shouldn't have to do that, or life should be different. And therefore, it's the, it's, if it's the mind saying that, it can also say, I love doing this. Now, again, it doesn't mean you have to go love doing what you're doing, right? Hold on, let me back that up. It doesn't mean you have to stay doing that your entire life. In fact, if I, as, as running organizations, watching people show up and being asked to do something that everyone knows that they don't want to do, and they go do that with, with pure inspiration and joy and creativity, that person gets promoted. Whether it's my company or somebody else recognizes that and steals them away, they're going to get promoted or anybody else's company and sees that. If you do that over time, people will take notice that you show up that way. And they're looking for great culture fits, people that are putting their head down and enjoying what they're being asked to do. I promise you, people will always get rewarded that way. So it's not even like you won't get noticed or have to stay in there. In my experience, you put your head down, you actually get noticed that way, and you're just enjoying what you're doing. So remember, if the if if we buy into the fact that the mind says, I don't like this, and we suffer from this, it's just as easy for the mind to say, I love this, and you can be happy from it. 
So to think that that is a proxy for whether or not we have a better inner experience or a better outer experience is the whole point of a waking up. It's the whole point of untethering yourself from all of this. It's the whole point of having a business or having kids or, or interacting with life. Because the, the whole thing that you're doing here is you're recognizing the fact that getting what I want is not going to permanently give me this joy that I'm looking for or the inner peace. I keep changing the words because whatever makes sense for you. But it's all a better inner experience is what you're looking for. The only way to get a better inner experience is to stop paying attention to what you like and dislike and you bring your whole self into whatever you're doing. And therefore, the mind can jump on board and say, well, I love changing a tire, right? At minimum, right? At minimum, you may not love changing a tire. I just use it as an example when it's freezing out, but can you enjoy it? You know, I'll give you this another example. I was my son and a few of his friends went and raised money to uh, buy a 3D printer and they bought it and it came to our house and it took two days for us to set it up. And I'm I'm okay at setting those things up, but I'm not great. And I found myself getting frustrated having to set this thing up. And I just, my and I was like, well, if my mind can say I'm frustrated and I'm not, I shouldn't be having to do this. Can it say that I am privileged to be doing this and that I can enjoy this? And the minute you just change that tone around, it's not like instantaneously I felt this eruption of joy, but you know what it did? It took away the suffering that I was doing this because I knew I was going to do it anyway. So I was like, well, if I'm going to do this. Why can't I just start saying I enjoy this? I'm spending time with my family. I'm spending time with my son. I'm learning something new. This is a wonderful practice. So why can't I change it? I just, every time it started showing up, I started getting frustrated. I would just pause and go, this is great. Look at this. I'm spending time learning something new. I'm watching this psyche get frustrated for the fact that I have to do whatever it is. We can't buy in to the mind telling us that the only reason why we can like something is if it likes it. That's it. We buy into this concept in business, we do this all the time. I don't want to be doing that. I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't be doing this. Now, there's a difference between you prioritizing your one thing or a couple of things that are more important. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm saying because typically your one thing or the or what you need to be doing is the prioritization, is the thing you'd be doing, but it's also the thing that the mind is screaming at that's saying, I shouldn't have to do this. I really shouldn't have to do this. So this is why the power of focus in business is so important or in life, right? Because we start recognizing that we can actually enjoy whatever it is that we are supposed to be doing that's going to have the biggest contribution service. You know, there's a mechanical nature to money, obviously, so you can make money that way. All of these things are wonderful things. And again, so I started off today with that, you know, with, with the question or also by indicating that it's not about um, it's, it's more about just recognizing that you can, you can bring yourself in anything. It's not about listening to the mind tell you what you like or dislike. And I give you an example of this. If, you, if you've listened this far and you don't think you're doing this, just pause for a second and, and just pay attention, right? Just for one second and saying, am I really listening to this audio right now? Or am I listening to the mind like something, dislike something or comment on it? And if you're truth, the reality is, is you're probably maybe somewhere in the middle. Maybe you are listening to some of it, but I bet most of it is that you're listening to the mind going, I don't really like what Adam just said right there. Yeah, it's easy for him to say whatever, whatever it's coming. Now you're bought into that. So we can't use, if we're going to play that game, sure, you can play. There's nothing wrong with doing that. A lot of people want to play that game. They don't even want to go down the other path. But if you go down this, understand the game that you're playing, which means that now I have to go out there and work all the time to make sure that the experiences that I want are happening the way I want them to so that I can feel this little energy of joy. And it's like, again, it's like a little taste of what's available to you. 
Whereas there's another alternative, which is why don't I just feel wonderful? I, I forget wonderful. Why don't I just feel light or peaceful or joyful every day? Because we did hit the lottery in terms of you being born. We all know the statistics of that, of actually being here. And the fact that you're, there's birds and animals and different color people and different sizes and people of different interests and different personalities and they show up different. Some yell at you, some hug you, right? It's just all of life. And it's just, that is a wonderful experience. But you go, well, I only want people that, that love me and hug me. I don't want anybody to yell at me. Well, it's gonna be a tough, right? Like there's gonna be people that just don't like you. There's gonna be people that love you and, and everything in between. That's fine. Let them, let that experience be just as comfortable as the one with people liking you. <laughs> Who's to say that you can't do that? I'm not saying you do any of this. I'm just, the whole point of doing this podcast is to get you to do this deep exploration of your inner progress of asking deeper questions. I mean, for me, that's where it started from was I remember asking this, I just want to know the truth. I just want to know the truth. And really what I was saying is, Everyone told me to go be successful and get money and get power and get fame. And to a certain degree in my bubble, I did that. And, and I realized this was not going to work. And I said, well, what is the truth then? And that's really the question that I was asking was, what is the truth around this? Because this doesn't work. It doesn't, it's not that it's, it's wrong. It's just this path going to get what I want doesn't work. And it just sneaks up in there. So then you wake up and go, well, then what is the truth? What is it here? And earth is a place where souls come to evolve. You're just evolving. So it's not about your business. It's not about your kids. It's not about your looks. It's not about the service or contribution you can do. Those are all wonderful things. They are. They're wonderful things. But if you're doing any of those things as a way to get you to feel and have a better inner experience by manipulating those things, you're doing it for the wrong reason. I don't I don't mean that's wrong. You're just doing it and it's not going to last forever. So therefore you're now committed to this practice of having to get the world the way you want it, live up to an image, live up to being the best parent, living, give up to being and giving more, whatever it is. You know, I was talking to a individual that lives in Stowe and he's got thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram and he does these skiing videos. And the thing that he said, he goes, you know, I've been in this for a couple of years and he's like, it's actually become a burden. I go, well, what do you mean? You've got like 60,000 followers and people love your videos and they're awesome. And he goes, yeah, but now I can't go out and ski anymore. Now I got to go out there and I have to perform and I have to post a certain number of videos because now I have this identity and he used the word around this whole thing. And I can't get out of it. And, you know, that's easy for us to look at and go, well, easy, just stop that. But we're all doing that in all the roles that we play. That's why it's so important. The minute you're not attached to a role, you can play a role better. So the minute that you're not attached to being a CEO of a company, you can play it better. The minute you're not attached to being the best parent, you can be the better parent. So that's the whole point of these lessons of what the exploration that you do is that everything that you're doing actually makes you better. It makes you better at what you're trying to get better at by doing that because you're no longer attached. There's no longer a need. There's no longer this dependency on that because you go, I'm fine and I'm just going to have this experience. So now I'm going to show up with my whole self and do whatever is being asked in front of me. That's why I heard this a long time ago and I've never lost it. I heard it a couple of different places, but it's, I've adopted it as my own mission statement. You can adopt it as yours. I mean, I didn't make it up. It was that my goal is my mission every day is to raise the moment that's in front of me. So it's better off for having passed by me, my consciousness, right? So you just raise the moment up. Sometimes there's nothing to do. In fact, majority of the time, there's nothing to do. In fact, the majority of the time of why we're doing something is to try to get the inner experience better. 
So you end up, if you don't have to get your inner experience better, you end up not having to take a lot of the action that you think you have to do. Therefore, you have more clarity and more time to be more purposeful in the things that matter. And again, everyone that follows me know that I love my kids and, and, and I spend a, a lot of time with them and I love doing it, but it's not even about my kids either. In fact, the clearer I get, the better I get, the more impactful time I can spend with them, the more lessons that I can give with them. The same thing in business, the same thing with your partner. So it's not about how much time or energy of these things that you give, what it's really about. It's about you getting, waking up and realizing that this entire game that I've played, I'm done. I'm not going to play it anymore. I'm actually going to lean in differently. I'm going to enjoy the process, the experiences that I have. And every time my mind tells me that something is that the way I shouldn't be or that I don't like this, I can easily just go, I love this. Of course I do. That is, by the way, the definition of positive affirmation. And I always, it's funny because why do you need positive affirmation is because it's negative in there a lot of times, right? It is just negative. If we didn't, we wouldn't need positive affirmation if it was great in there. I mean, when you're feeling ecstatic, you don't need positive affirmation. <laughs> so again, all of these things are just clues. And again, this is, this is not for you to, to believe this or not believe this. This is for you to explore the things that you've done in the past. Are you sitting here in permanence of joy and energy? And you wake up and realize, mm, I'm not. In fact, if I'm really honest with myself, I, you know, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who his uh, a family member of his sold this company for hundreds of millions of dollars, and you know, it's been a couple of years now, and the first year was great, and now he's in one of the worst head spots that he's been in, because, and I'll tell you from just even personal experience, part of that reason is because you buy into the fact that I now have so much money that I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. And for a few moments, it turns you on and it's wonderful. And then you realize that your entire life, if you've made that the point of your life is to be able to sell this or gain this amount of money or power so that I can then do whatever I want in the rest of my life, you realize that doesn't work either. <laughs> it just, it's not that it's wrong. It just doesn't work. It's not, and again, it doesn't mean that you should, you shouldn't strive for that goal or shouldn't strive for that goal. It just means if that's, part of your experience and that's part of your goals and those things that happen, that's wonderful. You just, you're not doing it going, I know if I get all of this, that it's going to be permanent for the rest of my life. And we know this because people win the lottery just about every week and 85% or eight, I read this recently, 87% of people that they've studied that have won the lottery are in a worse off mental and financial position within seven years, five to seven years. It's because for a few moments, it's the world's opened up and it's amazing. And then years after year, it just gets the law of diminishing return sets in. And it's a, it's a, it's a macroeconomic law, but it's a spiritual backing. And what I mean by that is that the more you get of something, the less it turns you on. That's why your weekends feel different. Like if you just had a weekend every day after a certain period of time, you would, you would no longer enjoy the weekend. Like you think you would enjoy it. So this is why we just got to stop going through life thinking that, okay, I just got to work to get through the weekends. No, why can't I just really put myself into each experience that I'm having? It doesn't mean that it's going to be the way you want it to. It doesn't mean that every experience is going to be this, this inner one that's wonderful. It's going to be times where it's windy. It's going to be times where it's snowy. There's cycles of winter. There's cycles of summer. And they're all experiences worth having. But remember this, that it's only the mind that says, I don't like something. I don't like this. Just that's all I want you to pay attention to for the next week until you listen to this next episode or you just whatever you move on to the next, you know, tactic that you want to bring in. 
just pay attention. Just watch. Anytime that you start to have a bad inner experience, which everyone knows that, you just watch what the mind is saying. And you'll realize the mind is actually saying and causing the suffering. And you've now identified with it. Just like you can identify a light can be fixated and then pitch black on a pumpkin, right? And that's all it's identified with. It doesn't mean that there's not other things around or grass or other people or trees or any house or any of that stuff. The light is just fixated on the pumpkin. And it's only until you take the light off the pumpkin that you realize there's a whole bunch more out there. Well, it's the same way with your inner experience. Right now, you are so glued to your mind, i.e. the pumpkin, that you don't even realize there's a whole other world out there. There's, you don't have to be identified with your body. You don't have to be identified with your roles. You don't have to be identified with your the the incessant chatter of your mind. Just we typically are. You know, I started by saying, you know, that that question of when people first start getting involved in a lot of this stuff and they start to see and experience this and they and they recognize like, what is this truth? Like what why doesn't this work? And that's part of it is you realize I just moved the flashlight over. I just realized I don't have to look at the pumpkin the whole time. And something is just just inside, just kind of moving. It's not a voice. It's just this movement of going, this itch that can't be scratched. It's just a sound that's playing in the background and you know it's there. And so you're going, what is that? And it's all along with somebody humming of trying to get you to stop paying attention to that pumpkin. That's it. Remember, the mind can say what the mind wants to say. You don't identify with it. You can use the mind. It's a wonderful tool. It's amazing. It's such a gift. But so aren't you. Remember, you are aware that you're aware that you're aware. Let's just stop with two. You are aware that you're aware. You're aware you have thoughts. You're aware you have your body. You're aware that you have these roles. Okay. So you get the point, right? Is when we, when we first start to have this intersection here, again, you can use this in business and personal life and all of these things. Getting what you want is overrated. It's way overrated. It's not a popular thing to say because everyone's telling you to go get what you want. But how do you really feel after you go get what you want? I mean, permanently, I don't mean the day that you get it or the hour that you get it. I mean, afterwards. And if, if the mind instantly jumps in and goes, well, I feel great. That's why I'm going after this thing. All I want you to do is stop for a second. Realize that was the mind saying that you've not identified with that. Look back the rest of your life. This is what the beauty about history is. How many times have you said, if I just get through this, if I just get that, if this situation just unfolds, then I'll never do this again. How long did that last? Exactly. What about your car or your house or the dog or, you know, whatever it was going to get married or find a partner, all those things have come and gone. And are you any better? You know, so again, and that's not, that's not judgment. That's just purely questions. These are questions I ask myself all the time too. So these are questions you ask yourself, which is again, you know, okay, at what point do I stop playing that game and realize, let me turn around. There's a whole other path. And that is relax. That is release. That's why I wrote the 200% life. Because life's not just about 100% outer world. It's not just about 100% inner world. It's about the interaction between both of them. And every day, life is your guru. It's your education. It's going to give you the opportunity of saying, oh, you're blocked here. The only reason why you don't feel this energy is because you've stored some, some experience that you've had. And now you're paying attention to that experience that you want to happen again. Because either you didn't like it or you really liked it. And the ones you didn't like, you just push away. You never want to experience again. So therefore you stay away from them. So that's what you end up spending and concentrating your entire inner experience on, which is trying to move these inner experiences that you've stored around so that the energy can flow through them. Or you could just let them go, which is the entire point of spirituality and yoga, which is just relax, release. You're a sojourner, which means that you just allow the experiences to come in. That's the first step is you don't block or put any more store experiences there. You allow them to move in. 
And as you do, you eventually start catching on. You're realizing, oh, this, this, is, this feels way better. Then when the energy comes in, it's, it's referred to as the peace that passes all understanding. And it's passes all understanding because you can't understand why there's something that could be really shitty happening outside, but you feel great inside. And I don't mean you're great because it's morally or ethically wrong. You just, you feel great. And now you understand there's a situation that needs your attention that can feel shitty, but you're still okay. And so you deal with it. That's the whole point of trying to, you get to people is you actually now deal with it clear. It's like, look, if you're a doctor and you can't handle the sight of blood, you are no good in the situation. If you are a leader and you can't handle reality, you can't handle it. You're no good of being a leader. That's it. So the, the way out of this is always first being aware. If actually, let me back up. The first thing you have to do is your intent has to be there. You have to want to stop this path. And you wouldn't even be listening to this if you hadn't had some realization, some awakening, some urge, something moving you inside that says there's something different that needs to happen in my life. There's some truth that needs to be discovered. There's something that I'm just not quite able to put my finger on because your mind can't touch it. And that's what you're looking for. That's your intent. So you bring that every day. That in itself will bring you the entire process. But after intent, you become aware. And then you start relaxing and releasing as you're aware. And you start cleaning yourself out. And it starts to build this virtuous cycle. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you all. I'll talk to you soon.